everyone. This is Ryan Gillen. You're listening to the Ryan Gillen Team Podcast, and I'm here with the team. Hello. Hey. Before we get into everything, today's topic is going to be talking about for sale by owners. And before we even get into that even further, um, has anybody seen UD basketball? Like seventh in the nation, rankings and all that kind of stuff. So exciting. I'm going. I have told you that. No idea. <laughs> you gotta get in the Be game. A better date local. 1967 was the last time they were like in the top ten, and like, and they're seventh. They're seventh now, but uh, like UD has a basketball team. What? <laughs> so like, usually, like most seasons, like if I want to go to a UD game, I just like call someone up the season tickets. Oh, we're not using them tonight. Like, cool. I get into the game. No big deal. This Saturday, they're like not even playing a big team, and it's like to even get in the house. $80, like $100, and like lower level is like going for like 250 a ticket for UD basketball. I mean, that's like, I mean, I'm not saying it's Kentucky basketball, but it's, it's, like, it's, it's like Kentucky basketball prices to get into like for like a big game. It's just crazy to see um, like Obi Toppin is most likely going to be a lottery pick. Like he's definitely, he could be player of the year too, but it's just cool to see like everybody getting excited about UD basketball. Um, Jordan's not in her head. Like I have no idea what the hell's going on with this <laughs> conversation. Degree, but uh, no, they have yeah. a basketball team and they're doing good. I'm aware. Yeah. I have been yeah. to the game. <laughs> if you just said UDF, some of us could have. Oh, <laughs> chocolate malts. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I I just thought it was super cool to see like everybody uh, getting really excited. I mean, like the place will be packed every night, which it always is. They're like top twenty-five every year in attendance. But uh, it's just great to see um, Dayton teams doing well. We don't have professional sports teams, but like kind of UD basketball. Um, UD basketball and like a few other things is like our professional sports. And so, but uh, let's get into for sale by owners. And um, I want to start off by saying this is not a podcast that's telling you that you should never go for sale by owner. Like, would we like you to list with us? Yeah, absolutely. But if you can do it on your own, and you and you truly can do it on your own, and you're and you're dot the eyes, cross the t's correctly then kudos to you. Like, congratulations. Like, that, like that's awesome. You saved money on the commission. Uh, but there's some things that we want you to be aware of. And if you are going to take that plunge, that you're now becoming a real estate agent. And if you're going to take that plunge, there's a lot of things that you're going to have to look out for um, because buyers are not looking out for your best interest. The other agents are not looking out for your best interest. You're truly on your own on something that you might have done once before and, and sold and hey that, that's great um, or never done before and to save on a $200,000 house saving the thick $6,000 because you're still going to pay another agent like there's a lot of extra things that you could miss that could cost you $20,000 where you think you saved money but at the end of the day you really did exactly you're trying you're putting the whole process in your own hands I'm assuming if you're doing for sale by owner the odds that you've done this before are probably pretty slim. So you're just hoping that you can get it all figured out and not cost yourself money, whereas that's our job is yeah. to make you the most money. So you're just it's a it's a big risk. I think one of the biggest topics is obviously no one has any other reason to not use a real estate agent for this transaction other than money. And I a hundred percent agree it's the most important thing when it comes to when it comes to selling a home it's obviously about what you're netting obviously there's emotional tie to it and everything and there's bias to it it's like that but at the end of the day you want to net the most money and i think people think about pennies too much before they're thinking about dollars 
So they're like, okay, I want to save on this part of the commission so I can net more money. But realistically, in the long run, they might not be getting the highest price. I might not be marketing it enough to people. So at the end of the day, you're losing out on a lot of things that could, it could cost you more than just what the commission is. I think people think too small in the sense of I'm going to save the commission and not think of the really big picture. Well, I think, too, you've talked about um, that people have done this before. Oh, I've sold three houses. Well, that's great, but the market is considerably different now than it was 10 years ago, five years ago, even two years ago. So saying that you've done it before doesn't mean that you know the market right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Legality right. is a, a big thing is, you know, do you have the right disclosures? Are you going through the right process? Um, you know, just because you sold a house to someone doesn't mean that they're going to come back six months later and say, hey, you didn't disclose this, this, and this to me. Right. Well, and it's not free. I mean, you're saving the commission, but you're still paying a professional or whoever to do your paperwork for you. So to make sure these things are done correctly. So you're not saving as much as you really think that you And it's our job to know every single line of the contract, line by line. How would someone that doesn't do this for a living every single day know every single line and truly understand it in a contract? Well, you also got to think about, you know, you want to save money, which is great. How, how, how are you going to price the house? You're going to price it correctly. How are you going to market it? Who are you going to market it to? Mm-hmm. Um, who are you letting in your house? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. You know, our, it, what we do, we like to make sure people have been pre-qualified so we know they can buy your house. Yeah. So you're yeah. not just walking in. Yeah. And just hopefully they just want to see a house, basically. Mm-hmm. And then what about safety? Yeah. I mean, you really don't know who's coming in your house. We work with these people. We know them. So there's a lot of advantages uh, to having us help you. Definitely. And when you have, you know, your house for sale yourself, typically you're going to be home during that to monitor who is in your house. But at that point, you're kind of hurting yourself because the buyer at that point can't feel comfortable speaking their mind or actually saying things because they're afraid of offending you. So instead, they're spending the whole time whispering or you know, keeping their thoughts themselves instead of actually being able to take the time and walk through, decide what they do and don't like. When because they, they're trying not to hurt your feelings, but it's just hurting yourself. When, when we walk through a home and the owners are actually there, they open the door, come on in. The first thing I think is shit. So I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, it's yeah. so awkward. Like, yeah. And because they're like, well, this is the bedroom. Like, we can see it. I mean, thank you so yeah. much. And I hope I'm not offending anybody that, you know, has done this before, but it does not help. Yeah. No. And, and and here's the thing is when you do that, when you do that, like, you can't just, like, open. If you're a owner, like, you're going to be there. Like, you're going to be there for the house. So you've got to decide. you got to decide is, is your time more important than a real estate commission? Because if it is, hey, then that's there's your answer right there. Then, Perfect. then maybe like, then you say, or if it's not, say, hey, listen, I I, I stay at home, I do this business, I can do that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you you gotta know what you need to do to be able to sell the home. Yeah. So that's you're deciding basically is is my time worth it? If the answer is yes, my time's worth it to do this myself. Then you got to think about what the costs are because most likely you're going to want to call some one of those services that are $750 to put on the MLS to let you put up six pictures. But the problem with those services is that you're already paying them up front. Yeah. When you list with us, you don't pay for anything up front. If it does not sell, you don't have a dollar out of your hand. So you, you pay for an attorney to draw things up. You pay for an MLS 
to uh, you know broker to, to to list it on the home for like seven hundred fifty bucks, and you you take photography. All of a sudden, like you're out of like a thousand bucks or so, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, started the process, and you're still out of your time. So and you don't have representation, right? You're not going to know. Most likely, I mean, you might think that you're going to know how to negotiate with someone, but in the end, I mean, I've seen a lot too when it comes to price. Like for sale by owners, oftentimes overpriced. So in the long run, they end up getting less than they thought they would get because it sits on the market so long and. Things like that. So negotiating is, that's a big one. Jess, I know you, we see this, we, we talk about this all the time, is, you know, the Ryan Gillen team, we all do rehab houses here and rentals and everything like that. But when I'm ready to list one of my rehab homes, I always look at you and I'm like, what do I list this for? Because I'm biased. I'm like, I put this, this, and this into the house. Exactly. I think it's worth this. And you're looking at me you're like, yeah, that's a little <laughs> off. <laughs> That's that's a little off, and, and it's because we're biased on our own. Yeah. Well, it's the emotional I, side of it. It's the emotional side of it. Mm-hmm. So someone that can come along and tell you, "Hey, listen, I'm sorry, but it's not worth this." Yeah. And it's hard to look. It's it's hard to be like, "I'm going to price this correctly" without being biased. Every person's biased. Yeah. The referee in the basketball game is biased. I don't mm-hmm. care what it is. Um, <laughs> I don't want to talk about officiating this year. It's been terrible. Yeah, yeah I know. We got Homer yeah. the other night at Texas oh, Tech, but we God. still pulled it out. Kentucky <laughs> versus Texas Tech in overtime. But uh, it's it's hard to not be biased. Yeah. Well, I think, too, going back to negotiating, a big one, like you think you're saving money by not using an agent, but say someone writes a contract and they have an agent and they write it for long probation. Yeah. Well, you just lost a lot of that money that you saved on... Well, let's take a step back. Most likely when people listen to this podcast, they're literally thinking in their head, they're driving in their car right now. What's that? Great long What's long operation? <laughs> well, that question just cost you $6,000 yeah. because you just, you didn't see that box was not checked yep. and bang, you just lost six months of taxes mm-hmm. and you're going to get to the closing table and you're going to have to swallow that and that literally was the whole commission. Yeah. Like when we, when we write up for sale by owners, like we'll just write it long proration of taxes yeah. because I mean like what's it, it, it we're representing our client absolutely yeah. you have to do what's best for your client so yeah. Yeah. and if someone's willing to pay it then cool it's, then great I got someone their taxes paid for and if you wanted to pay for it if you were willing to pay for it on that contract then don't even know they're paying for it with a listing well, agent yeah. would you say half the contracts come in long proration absolutely yeah. or more yeah it's our job and it's, to and catch those the buyer's people. agents aren't doing anything wrong it's a, it's a negotiating tactic for them. Right. 100%. Like, buyers will look at them. Like, they'll go over what it means, long and short tax duration. They'll say, hey, like, what should I do here? And they're like, well, I'd love an extra six months of taxes. Great. Here, we're not going to write on it. Yeah. It's our job to go through the contract and say, hey, listen, this is one of the fees yeah. and everything like that. Um, so, and, and, and then, you know, we, we negotiate back and forth. But it, probably half the time, it, it's written in long duration of taxes. Yeah. And, and, and so and if you don't know these terms, and that's just one example that's just that's just one example and now we can take another step forward and we can get into pros and cons with buying a for sale by owner mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think there's endless there's way more cons as a seller as a for sale by owner than people realize I think they're hidden cons and the pros are just simply saving on the commission yeah right if you do. it's statistically proven that you will make more for your house listing with an agent than doing for sale by owner because when you do a for sale by owner like there's a house right now in South Park that was for sale by owner. 
literally know that if they would list this right now, like they have it for like 140 grand. If they would list it right now, instantly 165, 170, no problem. Guy won't listen to me. So he's got a for sale by undersigned sticking in the ground. The only people that are seeing it right now are the people, people that, that are, already live there. are driving by on a side road. Yeah. They list with us. It gets out to thousands of agents, thousands of people looking. We advertise. We do target marketing all this kind of stuff. And now all of a sudden you have 50 people looking at the home. And then it becomes a 170 house because fixed mm-hmm. up it's 200. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this person's completely missing out on 30000 but hey, you know what? Kudos to them. They're saving forty five hundred bucks. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. You're saving forty five hundred dollars, and you lost twenty grand. Yeah. And so, like, you thought you wanted to be a real estate agent, but you just didn't realize you lost twenty thousand dollars. And twenty thousand dollars to anybody is is a lot of money. Yeah. Well, speaking of that too, with it getting views, like, and I've had a for sale by owner say this to me before. They say, "Well, there's so many people that want to live in my neighborhood. Like, I can just sell it myself." Okay, but then they're like, "But all these agents have clients. Like, they'll just send them to me." No, <laughs> that's not how that works. Like, they're not just going to send you their clients and you're going to get out of commissions as a whole. Like, they're going to want to bring their clients to your house. So just because all these people want to live in your neighborhood doesn't mean they're not working with an agent already that they're committed to well, that's going to yeah. want the commission and let's be like real. That. Let's be real here, though. People love saying things to your face that's not, like actually the truth yeah. well true all your friends want to live in your neighborhood they don't want to be like man your neighborhood sucks i'm not right. living here you know what i mean like no one yeah. no one ever is going to be like oh, i don't like this neighborhood like when they come over and you invite them or something like that or like you know people yeah i want to live there but can you afford it yeah right can you find the right home maybe the right home's not for you so instead of trying to advertise it to the three people that told them that they do like the house that they still mm-hmm. need to sell their house they might have bad credit now or something like that let's Let's market it to everybody. Yeah. yeah. And truly, it's, it's supply and demand. Yeah. If you don't have a, like, a supply of people coming to mm-hmm. your property, you have no demand. Yeah. The more demand you draw on, like, your price is going to be more. So, mm-hmm. But let's transition into buyers now because we could talk literally all day about sellers and everything. <laughs> At the end of the day, if you decide you want to be a real estate agent for one time and you can save a 3%, that's your pro. I think I'm going to go be an attorney for a day and see how that works out. (laughs) That'd be great. I think I'll I'll nail it. I'm not going to hire you. I don't blame you. I won't hire myself, but I'm going to do it for a day anyways. I mean, the show suits, to be honest, does make me want to be an attorney for a day. So let's just be honest. I saw that one time. We'll try it out and see how many things we can catch on fire. That'd be great. But if you... I think if you're going to go for sale by owner, you need to at least explore a real estate agent. If they tell you the honest truth um, and, and then you still go the other way, that's perfectly fine. But you need to know, you know what you could be getting and we're, our job is to take the stress off your hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, is the stress worth everything? Is the, is, is the time worth everything? Is the, sure. So, and you have no money on your, out of your pocket until it sells. Now for buyers, they call you up. We call, we get a call. Hey, I saw this for sale later. I was driving by the side street and stuff. Okay, great. We'll, we'll set a showing up. Um, first off, it's always hard to get a hold of the seller because they have a day job too. They got a life, you know what I mean? We don't have a life, but they have a, they have a life. <laughs> and, uh, you know, cause our, our life is real estate, but our buyers calls us up and they're like, Hey, we saw this house, you know, what's the price? So we do our research. We set up a showing. Now it's, it's go time for us. Like, you know, we're not, we don't know anything about this house. There's no disclosures. There's nothing. 
So it already sets the sellers behind the eight ball in that sense. But for our buyers, it kind of sets them behind the eight ball because they really don't know what they're looking at because there's nothing out there online like pre, like going into the into the home. Um, so we're really going to look extra hard in that sense. Um, kind of critiquing that. Listing. We're going to play devil's advocate and really critique it because it, we don't know how long it, that sign's been in the ground. We don't know how long someone's been trying to sell it. Um, in, in that sense, like we, we just don't know. It's, it's, it's really hard to, com- to compare the homes. So it's our job is to like really play devil's advocate and, and walk through. Um, and also, if the seller is there, we, we try to push them off to the side. We try to like kind of entertain them while um, the buyer gets to actually, to actually look. Um, so pros and cons for buying a for sale by owner. Um, and we'll go around the table, but for me... Uh, a pro is you might be getting a property that's off market when it's for sale by owner we consider it off market so you might be able to a get a better deal because you're not going up against anybody um the con the con is it's a there's sometimes there's a reason people do for sale by owners they're either hiding something they're really cheap in that sense and and that like they're going to be really money driven so it might be a harder negotiating negotiation sometimes it's not but most of the time it's very money driven And, and 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 there, it's never spot on price wise. It's either really far underpriced or really far overpriced. There's kind of no in between. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it's underpriced, cool for you. Great. Underpriced, we'll find not, out. Not cool. Yeah, exactly. So that's really my, my pros and cons. Like I, I feel like I feel like you can um, you can get a deal in a house, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like I feel like there's a lot of uncertainty going going into it. Another con. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a pro, but another con that I've noticed also is, in my experience, for sale by owners often have like a weird time frame too. Like they'll be like, I can sell you my house, but it needs to be in like six months. So when people are putting their house on the market with us, it's typically they're ready to go. Maybe sometimes they need to drag it out a little bit for a certain reason, but I have noticed a lot of for sale by owners have a weird time frame. So if you're looking at other houses that are ready now, you can move in in 30 days, whatever. That might not be the case with the for sale by owner. They might be like, yeah, sure, you can you can buy it in three months or something that might not be ideal for you. Mm-hmm. When you mentioned like the you know con of the seller, but at the same time as a buyer, the seller not filling out the disclosures is huge because, I mean, there can be so many things wrong with the home, leaks in the basement, I mean, issues with the roof that you don't know about. And like for your buyer's protection, you need to find out. So a lot of times when I've gone into a for sale by owner with buyers, hey, do you have the disclosures? Because the seller's always there. No. Okay, well, I'll email you a copy, and, you know, this is how you fill it out. You have to be honest, blah, blah, blah. Just because, I mean, if it doesn't help my buyer, that's fine, but it helps somebody else's buyer. Yeah. Because they need to know that stuff. And and you know what's what's really important um, to add on to that is that when our sellers start normal listings are filling out disclosures, we're going line by line with them. We we can't touch the papers, but we can help them um, with the questions. If they have problems on it and stuff like that, it's way harder to lie to someone in front of them. Yeah, absolutely. Then it is to like when we just send the paperwork over to them and they just fill it out and send it back, like they just boom, 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 check the boxes on kind of stuff. And that's what you get with a for sale by owner. So as a buyer, you have to really rely on your inspections. Like you really have to get a thorough inspection, get things done, termite, all that kind of stuff because you really just can't trust what people are going to put down like on a paper that they don't know what they're filling out. One, um, like going in, like we got to, we got to really, really check this house out. Yeah. I would say a next topic we need to go into is misconceptions. So misconceptions as a buyer. Okay. I'm going to call for sale by owner up straight directly, not 
ask a real estate agent to represent me because then I can save on the commission. Well, here's the thing is the seller's already got in their head that they're going to save on the commission. Like that's what their ultimate goal is. So they're, you're not saving anything. They already took that off the price. They've already, they've already decided what they want for the house. Like here's the thing is it's our job to negotiate with them a commission and make sure you get the best deal, the best inspections, everything, not just for you to negotiate a commission off and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Really, you, you didn't find a benefit because when you buy the house and then all of a sudden it, X, Y, and Z is missed or the contract was wrote incorrectly, mm-hmm. written incorrect, incorrectly um, then, then you're behind the eight ball. So I think the misconception of thinking that you're going to save uh, a little bit of money on, on just not bringing someone to the table, I think it's the same way as if you're selling, that you're going to miss a lot of items. You're actually going to end up costing yourself more money or you might overpay for the property. Like it's our job to run comps. It's like our it's our job to run comparable houses and to make sure that this house that's listed for two hundred thousand is actually not a one eighty house or a one seventy five. But you might walk through and fall in love with it and be biased just like them listing it, and all of a sudden you just maybe save six grand on the commission, but you lost twenty grand because you paid over for it. Mm-hmm. So I think the misconception of like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm, I just um, I don't see it because we're, we're in the market every day, but. Um, I mean, it's it's easy for a consumer to think that, but I just I just feel like you're missing you're missing the big picture in, in that case. If you have any questions whatsoever about for sale by owners buying one, listing one, please let us know. We'd love to help you. Um, if you are going to sell a house to a relative, to a friend, all that kind of stuff, it's a private sale. Please let us know. We'd love to help you. We have a small fee that we charge just to be able to write the contract up, make sure the disclosures are filled out, make sure they get inspections, and just managing the deal to get it to the closing table. I know some people say, I have an attorney, but the attorney doesn't, it's going to charge you per hour, and you're not going to get everything that we're going to be able to provide you with all the paperwork, with the inspections and everything. So if you are doing a private sale or something like that, please let us let us know. We'd love to help you out in that sense as well. Um, this is the Ryan Gillen Team Podcast. We appreciate you listening to us, and we will see you in the next episode. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.